thank you for being here. I'm so happy that you guys are here. I am your host, Winnie, and I would like to deeply welcome you guys to my podcast, Yin Cha, where we drink tea and we chit chat. In this podcast, I'm going to share my life experiences, beliefs, and values of the Chinese culture. The biggest problem was being different. Growing up, I was bullied for being Asian, my skin color, and how I looked. These kids said all kinds of racist comments and stereotypes, but I ignored them. It wasn't until I matured that I began to appreciate my Chinese roots and my cultural heritage. So you might be wondering, well, what gives me the right to teach this? I have studied Chinese for 10 years, allowing me to gain knowledge about the origin, literature, philosophy, and history of one of the world's oldest civilizations. Moving forward, as we get to know each other, we drink tea, I want you guys to know that there are three important pillars that my podcast follows. Honesty, appreciation of others' culture, and inclusivity for all. If you are interested in a challenge, then what I would like for you to do is take a risk today. Whether that is trying a new food for the first time or learning about a new culture, be curious, my friends, and have an open mind to new experiences. I invite you to leave your comfort zone and enter your growth zone. Today, I'm going to be sharing a story with you guys. First and foremost, before we begin, I would like to thank every single one of my listeners from the bottom of my heart for tuning in to some of my episodes and sticking around with me. We have audience coming from the United States, New Zealand, Germany, Canada, India, United Kingdom, Australia, Singapore, Taiwan, Saudi Arabia, Russia, Madagascar, Iran, Indonesia. And with that being said, we always have a proverb of the day. So today's proverb is going to be Yi. Lu Shun Feng. That means have a nice trip. Go on voyage. I'm going to be sharing a past personal history project. I'm going to use it through the medium of photography. I was looking up on Google Dictionary what the word birthmark meant. They defined it as unusual mark or blemish on the skin at birth. And somehow this birthmark was unusual to me. It was dark purple and it took over the right side of my face and in my right eye. It's true. Beautiful things have dents and scratches too. We're not perfect. We all have our insecurities and our flaws, but that's what makes us special and unique. And it really took a long time for me to figure that out because where I was accustomed to growing up was people would pick on me. Ultimately, I did let my birthmark take control of me. As this picture displays, you see, I was able to put myself in that picture because that's how I viewed myself. I wanted half my face to be showing to people in the public eye. And then I also want the other half of my face to be kept to myself. That picture kind of looks like me in a way. As you see in the second picture, I wanted to use magnifying glass to really showcase that. My birthmark was what made me unique. And then on the right hand side, we also have a picture of an eye. And I took this at an eye doctor appointment. It went well with my project. I remember in elementary school, all I heard from my classmates were, are you okay? Did someone punch you? I wonder how much I've heard that. 
probably a million. And yet every time it was asked, I felt offended. How rude of someone to ask me that? Do I look hurt? As much as it made me uncomfortable, I replied, yeah, it is. It's a purple birthmark and it's inside my eyes. The response I usually get is, that's really cool. And those were the nice kids. Some kids were amused by my birthmark. They would come next to my face and just stare. I felt embarrassed to be constantly looked at. And I felt like because of my birthmark, I stuck out like a sore thumb. I was a son of attention. That wasn't my vibe. I don't like attention. I like being left alone. I remember my grandma, she was reported to the principal's office because she accused grandma of hitting me in the face. Full on, the teacher threw up a fist to demonstrate. And my grandma's like, no, no, I did not hurt her. She was born with a birthmark like this. Her eyes, the teacher thought that I was abused. It was also a problem for my grandma because she doesn't know any English. So we had to wait for my mom to pick us up and bring my birth certificate as proof. And my mom, she doesn't get off of work until 7, 8 p.m. And so just imagine the, right, what is there to talk about because the teachers think that, you know, my grandma hit me. It's really interesting. Sometimes I like to bring things that are natural to me like this flower, it reminded me a lot that we are all different and we all have our flaws and insecurities, but those were all components of who we are and why we're unique to each other. And this is something that nature intended. Appreciate, you know, things that are different from your way of life. Some of these edits I made in my photography to increase the contrast, decrease the exposure if it's too bright, increase the shadow, increase the texture, increase the clarity. I use Adobe Photoshop. Sometimes you need edits to enhance the picture. There's no clear meaning. The person viewing the image, they're always open to interpretation. How does this picture appeal to me? Does this picture speak to me? Each photograph that I've made, it was a lot of trial and error. I took each photograph cautiously and my inspiration was drawn from my birthmark. And so documenting things that were perfectly imperfect to me. I also had to work on myself, coming from a person who's really shy, really learn to be confident in myself. I like that. Be able to use that to your advantage and leverage that power that you have. And so some of these elements of photography that I've used was the decisive moment, uh, symbolism and metaphor, again, with the eye, my birthmark, contrast, patterns, any stripes. Like, for example, in this fish, if you see on the left-hand side, you can see the fish is poking out. For example of a decisive moment, you catch them taking a picture. They usually are moving viciously fast. But this fish recognized that I was here to take a picture, and it, it just stood there. And so I waited for the perfect moment, although there is no perfect moment, but I waited for the right moment so that I'm able to capture and highlight that. In a way, it kind of looks like an eye. One thing I would say that was done well in my project, I was able to document the laser machine that stripped away my birthmark. And I wanted to remove this insecurity because it made me feel less confident. And I started having laser surgeries at the age of 10 years old. It's a high intensity light and it moves across your face. But what it does is as it moves, it leaves a stinging sensation. So it feels like it's burning. And let me tell you, the experience was painful. It left my face bleeding red. This experience was not a one-time thing for me. I probably went about 15, 30 sessions, six to eight weeks apart. Sometimes I would wait in the winter time when it's cold. As you can imagine, a swelling and red bloody face will draw more eyes. I remember the train ride home, it was challenging. I would take a newspaper. I would do everything in my power to cover my face and hope that no one would say anything. 
at that time I was in sixth grade. This was also the time of the surgery. My teacher would instruct us to make a scrapbook of all the things that we enjoyed. Scrapbooking allowed me to be creative and free. And it was a way for me to display photos and things that I wanted to cherish, whether that's including with my friends or family or just some of my favorite memories that I've experienced. When I was younger, I was really into Hello Kitty, Do Not Judge, Cat in the Hat, Butterflies. And so I treated this project as a scrapbook, highlighting the photographs that were special to me, my friends, my family, and things that just reminded me of my childhood and my birthmark. There's not many times when you would have a family sitting so close to one another. So sometimes just have your camera ready and just click on the button. And it's just in the Chinese culture to stick with your family through the thick and thin and help each other. And so my grandmother, she has the determination and the willpower like a bull. She's just so strong. She inspires me to conquer my fears, do something that you enjoy in your life. And lastly, if you notice this tree, the structure is different. It's zigzag. If you notice, the branches are still excelling. At the end of the day, it's still a tree. It doesn't matter how it looks. It may look zigzag to you, but to some other trees, it's a tree. That's how I view other people. Sometimes we are so harsh on ourselves. If you don't look a certain way, it's okay to be different. Right? Embrace being that tree, zigzag, full of curves, full of insecurities. Embrace that. At the end of the day, it's still nature. I really resonated with this quote. It says, to shine your brightest light is to be who you truly are by Roy Bennett. You know, loving ourselves and caring for ourselves. So really take time to be with yourself. Work on the things that you're struggling with mentally, physically, emotionally. Slowly build confidence. Confidence really starts from learning about yourself and loving yourself. So once you master the, the art of loving yourself, the confidence comes. And so that took me a lot of time to realize too. Like the picture of this shoe, it's a flower. But if you continue to provide water and things that the plant needs, it's going to grow. And so you got to nourish your body, nourish your mental health with things that are good for you. Water, vegetables, exercising, things that make you happy and make you content. Give your body what it needs so that the body can reward you at the end of the day. To wrap it up, I challenge my listeners to think about the time in your life where a particular experience impacted your life. Uh, whether that was learning how to dance for the first time, learning a new language, things that you're interested in, do it. Take that risk. If you put your mind into anything that you like, things will happen. But it takes time, consistency, and perseverance. So if you got any questions about anything that I've covered, leave your questions below and I will do my very best to answer the question. And so the next video coming up, I will teach you five steps of building self-love and confidence. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you on the other side.